What's up, everybody? You are watching On the Town with Tanya, and I am your host. Check this out. It's a lot of responsibility. I'm trying to change the world. <laughs> But through it all, I never give up for my people. Woke up this morning, feeling like a Billy. Taking on the world, yeah. Y'all know the dilly. I had to write the song for those that doubted. Watching me sink in that sinkhole like I wouldn't ride right about it. Yeah, baby, I'm about it. Had to go for Delph. I'm down to lend a helping hand in the world that wouldn't give help. Trusted a couple dudes I probably should have lost and shit. I was cross, but it caused to be the boss. I lost a couple chicks I should have wiped up quick. Had a couple of jump offs I shouldn't negate. It's a circle of life, what goes around comes back. Put my life on these tracks and try to live on track. Through the struggle and the pain, I still grin. Thick wifey, thick wallet, yeah. thick skin. In a world where we're lost, our destinies to win. It's hard when everything that feels right is considered sin. It's even harder when you're treated wrong because of skin. Breathe on that, just let that line sink in. You see, I'm proud of who I was. I'm proud of who I am. The system won't allow a black man to be a man. So once I'm in the system, I try to learn it and understand. It's sort of like a hustle. Learn the laws of the land. The government, they get to connect and they hit the strip. Get a couple people they trust and make it legit. Talk about getting their money, getting equipped. Sell dreams to fiends and they reap the benefits. You waiting on the change because your patience is a virtue. The sad thing is everything they selling you will hurt you. The sad thing is everyone you listen to ain't speaking. The sad is everybody out here rapping but ain't teaching. The sad thing is I ain't the only one that's trying to reach it. The sad thing is half of y'all don't even know you need this. I won't give up hope. It's like a dope fiend won't give up dope. I'm an addict for change. A visit to stopping my people's hurt. Politics, music, man, something's gotta work. How can I teach 90 million folk to understand their words? Just throwing the suit. The two greatest influences. Yeah, this is true. I gotta do what I gotta do just to get through to you. Yo, Emma, I thought I told you loop the beat. Yo, Ludo, I got you. Yo, go back in, son. Hopefully I'm on the station you be listening to Your biggest influence will tell you, yo, come listen to new If not here, I hope you catch me at the podium He say he loves his entire community Look how hard he'll go for them Look how far he'll go for them Music should be timeless If you're feeling down, this package for you just rewind it And if you fall down, the one thing that sucks Is you must rely on you to get your ass back up You can blame this whole world for your condition But this world can never bring you down without permission they told us go to school but never told us have a vision They told us get a job but never told us own the business Who thought we'd make it this far? Whoever thought I'd drive in this car? Whoever thought my son would wake up to a father that is a star? None of us being just who we are No more snoozing Everybody winning now No more losing And if you put your mind to it Remember you can do it And we'll unite the world Through the politics and music Oh, you gotta have Stay woke Oh, you gotta have And do it all I never give up on my people They only talk about your problems They never speak about your options you're just another at the bottom. Yes, they believe you cannot solve them. But I know, I tell you what I know. I 
where hope goes. I believe it, hope it really does flow. Wherever you carry your hope, it will hold. up everybody you're watching on the town and forgive me for that little uh, technical error right there uh but i hope you enjoyed that video so tonight's uh topic if you're a single dad you probably want to be watching and actually if you're a mom you need to be watching too because it's a two-way street uh so uh tonight uh tonight's guest is the former mayor of Peekskill, new york he is also a recording artist as you see by that fabulous video uh, and he's the VP of Fathers Are Important. So here he is fighting hard to help us uh, get a new law passed, uh, parenting bill, excuse me, passed in New York. Please welcome Andre Rainey. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Feels good to be back on the town with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, so good. so good to have you. Thank you so much uh, for coming and checking us out. We appreciate yeah, absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, because uh, that's a big, big topic right now. Lots of fathers. I, I mean, I've seen both sides. I understand there's other parts too, but I feel so bad for fathers who like, for instance, you know, I know someone they broke up and and the woman was really, really mad because he had another girlfriend or whatever. Uh, so she was like, he's not going to see his kids. He's not going to see his kid. Then the money was the next issue. It was not paying, him not getting enough money. And da, 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 da. And I was like, why would you do that? Like if yeah. he, I, I do was a good, he's a good, good, good father. Meaning when I say good father, and you can, you know, correct me or what, what language you guys use for good father, but a good father, he puts the kids to bed. He goes to the school. He goes to the meetings. He participates like he's just as much as mom does. He yeah. does. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not, he's mindful of, I'm not going to be having girlfriends around my kid the first day that I meet some chick, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. He's mindful of everything. She was like, nope, he's not paying me enough money. He can't see the kids. I was like, you would do that? And they did. Now, I, and I said, what do you think effect that would have on the child? They don't think that. That's a problem. Exactly. Parents, exactly. The people, the people don't think that, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why we're here today. Yeah. And that's why I was really all in. I was like, we got to do this. because. And I wish I could have had a whole, whole forum of men. That would have been great. Because I yeah, hear yeah. all day long men saying this. So right, tell right. me how you came into this. You know, um, yeah. First, tell me how you came into this. Yeah, so... Um, Again, thank you for welcoming me on the show. Uh, much appreciated. It's always given a platform to, to let our voices be heard. So thank you sincerely. Um, but I, I walked into this just as naive as I walked into politics. You know, um, <laughs> I was uh, I, I was dating a dating a girl, and um, you know things things went things went the wrong way. 
Uh, I think we, we, we couldn't work it out. Um, and, and during that time of being unable to work it out, she, she uh, ended up getting pregnant. Um, and we had our daughter. And uh, literally, um, you know, our daughter was born November, November 20, 2018. And November 24th uh, or 23rd, when she, was, when she left the hospital, she moved to a different county. Um, so for the first two weeks of my daughter's life, I didn't even know where she lived. So I was reaching out to people. Luckily, I had some people in the inside that was able to kind of find out where she lived and gave me the address. I found out where she lived. Right. Um, and, um, you know, I went to the courts and they told me I had to, you know, you know, you, you had to file for custody to, to see your child, all this crazy stuff. I was like, I got to file for custody to yeah. see my daughter. Like, I, I can't just tell you. I can't just go to police and say, I haven't seen my daughter in two weeks. And they said, no, not in the state of New York. So I said, like, okay, so I, I go to file, you know, for a custody uh, to get a petition. Mm-hmm. And I, the address that the person gave me, unfortunately, wasn't even the right address. So it's like I'm trying to serve somebody. And I don't even know where the person lives. But fortunately and unfortunately, I was able to find out her address because uh, on December 6th, um, she had filed for child support. So <laughs> when it was served oh. to me on December 11th, um, it had her address on it. Because I said, good. So now at least I know where she lives. I know where my daughter is at now. Um, so I went and did the whole refiling, filed for custody. Yada, yada. And long story, extremely short, um, when I walked into the court for custody, mm-hmm. um, they were willing to grant me what they call a visitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying, okay, you know, uh, ma'am, you have to tell you, tell the father where, where you live with his daughter. That's just, un, you know, it's unreal, unfair. Um, and sir, would you be willing to agree to a visitation schedule where you see your daughter every Wednesday night and every other weekend? And I was like, am I, it, am I going to prison? <laughs> you know, uh, like, is, there, is there like, do you want my daughter to have the mentality that dad's supposed to be there once every two weeks and every other weekend? Right. Or am I handicapped? Like what, what makes it, what makes you want to suggest something like that to me? And it, <laughs> right. my, my attorney was like, you know, look, I, I, you know, just be calm because this is normal. How? normal about what is normal about saying hey i want to see my daughter you get to visit her i'm not no i'm excuse my language i'm not no goddamn visitor i'm her father right when i saw that i mean you every attorney in that building attorneys that like me attorneys that don't like me (laughs) yeah listen mr rainey um just being Mm -hmm. honest with you the fathers don't really get what they want they always seem to get the short end of the stick and that's when I started to say, you know what, something has to change. And it's not, you know, and that's why I say I'm not a, I'm not fighting for father's rights and men's rights. Right. I'm fighting for shared parenting, meaning if two parents are healthy, fit and capable of raising and taking care of a child, mm-hmm. they should have equal access to that child. Right. This is not saying men deserve all the rights or right. women don't deserve any rights or vice right. versa. I want shared parenting. And. The courts will tell you, well, you know, if, if, if the child lives with daddy four days this week and then mommy four days that week, then, you know, the child's going to suffer. How? Right. If right. we're both fit, loving parents, we both make sure our child gets to school and daycare. We both make sure our child eats. We right. both make sure our child is getting, um, you know, guidance, and learning. Loves, yes. How? Right. But having a room with her mom and having a room with her father is going to destroy her life. Right. <laughs> right. That even makes sense, but it's, it's like not funny. But yeah, when you don't challenge what these people say, yes. it becomes common. And things, unfortunately, in this world we live in, common things are normal. Yes. When it's not common, that's when it's like, wait a minute. But you have to really challenge what they say. And then child support is a completely different story. I mean, oh, that I know on yeah. both sides though on that one because I've never 
very shady. In my life mm-hmm. been treated. I mean, I almost convinced myself maybe I killed somebody in my life. <laughs> like, I had to have shot somebody 14 times for her to treat me like this because there's no other reason why she would treat me the way I'm being treated in her courtroom. Mm. And um, I got the transcripts from that. So I'll be sharing some of the things that she said to me tonight mm. with you uh, on, on, on the record. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's crazy. But here's the thing. So because, well, you can answer this, I guess. Is it because you were a former mayor, a former assembly runner, that you actually was lucky enough to have, blessed enough to have some kind of reach out connection to even get a dialogue going? Most men don't have that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, I wish I could say it was. Like, I wish I could say, hey, I went in there as the mayor. And they said, oh, you're the mayor? Here's your child. No. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> not that you were, but the fact that. I can't explain it because you had some kind of a credibility already yeah, established. Yeah, yeah. Now, like you can, you now can, it's not like a judge has to even think he could be lying about he didn't ever abuse her. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's yeah. all they're thinking. That's yeah, all they yeah, because there was a lot of DV going on. So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, I, like, mm-hmm, what you like want I to said, <laughs> I, I wish, I wish the 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 judges were first of all the judge was so swamped with hundreds of cases, COVID, right. um, back-to-back oh, yes. cases. Like, and that's the other thing. We'll talk about that later on in the show. But you have one person dictating the life of hundreds of children every month mm-hmm. with 45 minutes to determine what's going to happen for the next 18 years of that child's life. That's to me, is just ridiculous. There's no way one person could determine what's going to be best for my child for three right. hours, uh, for, for four hearings in three hours. This, this <laughs> is just impossible to do. So they're yeah. going over their judgment, which is also unfair. But when I walked in there, Mm-hmm. Um, my attorney, even the officer in the courtroom, in the child support courtroom, an African-American officer, a brother, uh-huh. tells me, hey, listen, man, look, you know, this judge is just like that, man. Just don't even respond to her because it's going to make it. I'm like, you see, and I told him, you sound like somebody from the plantation. Like, that's how I'm supposed to be treated? Mr. Uncle Ruckus. Like, somebody convinced you that that's what I'm supposed to accept as a father? Are you high? So what really happened to me was, I didn't, I have this habit. Like, I love when somebody tells me I can't do something, mm-hmm. you know, I, oh, I was like politics. I didn't grow up wanting to be a mayor. I didn't grow up wanting to be a politician, right. but they threatened me. Like, if you run with the local, you know, if you run with this party in Peekskill, then we're going to ruin you. You're going to ruin me because I want to make change because I want to, okay, now I'm running, you know, and I, I, I ran did, did, did one term as a councilman, two terms as a mayor, and one of the most successful for our city yes. in a long time. We made some real strides, but, um, and, and God bless the mayor now, Vivian McKenzie, who's making history. But it was like, once they told me that, you know, this is what you have to accept, that, that ignited the fire. And then when I was shown what I have to accept, that pissed me off. And oh, wow. as a father, you, you will never... There's not, I don't think there's any language in this world that's going to convince me that as a healthy, living, growing, fit, capable, loving father, that I should have visitation with my child simply because I was born this gender. There's there's never going to be a way. I don't, there's not no judge, no Supreme Court, no, no mayor, no supervisor, no president. There's not one person on this planet that's going to tell me because I was born this gender, I need to accept visiting my daughter once a week. (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy it's the craziest concept when i think about it i'm like yeah, so when you, you actually like because i know as a mother you couldn't tell me that yeah and, and this but that so that that goes with what i was saying earlier i was gonna talk about now in mm-hmm. states like the state of new york which is amongst the two worst states in the nation yeah. 
yes. when it comes to shared parenting. And I, and there's data to show that, which I'll give you the website and information later on. Mm-hmm. But as a custodial parent, you have the right. And it happened to me as a child. My mother um, had me December 17th. Mm-hmm. Ten months later, my father, my biological father, had my sister by another woman. We're literally ten months apart. Mm-hmm. December 17th, October 17th. Literally ten months apart to the day. And my mother was hurt. She was hurt. Like he had another child, another woman. And it was the woman apparently she was going back and forth with in high school over my father. You know, so she was hurt. So when I was two, she skipped town and moved to Germany. And I didn't see my biological father until I was 17. Fortunately, I was raised by a man who who is my dad, who took care of me and taught me how to be a man. Um, When I was 17 and I came back to New York and I found out, you know, I have a sister playing basketball, you know, starting point guard in 10th grade, Right. where I get a sister from? Like, what are y'all talking <laughs> about, you know? But I, I met, I reunited with my sister, reunited with my, my my biological father, and, you know, it was hard for us to establish a relationship because he still had that we didn't get to play football mentality, I hate your mom. And as wrong as she may have been, nobody can really talk bad about my mother, you know? Right. Like, you can't talk bad about my, you can't talk bad about anybody I love in front right. of me. Right. But that trauma that she created by moving has scarred him for life to the point where forgiving is hard for him to do. Mm-hmm. Understanding other people's perspective is hard because it's like I've had to deal my entire life with nobody caring about my feelings, my perspective, mm-hmm. my emotion. That's kind of how he probably feels. Right. And that trauma comes from the laws in the mm-hmm. state of New York. Mm-hmm. As a parent in the state of New York, as a father, if I get up right now mm-hmm. and move out of New York with my daughter, mm-hmm. I'm tired of New York. We out. We going to Wisconsin. Mm. I'm going to jail. It's kidnapped. Yep, that's true. My mother, if my children's mothers decide to leave, I got to go to wherever they go to fight for my kids. Because in New York, a mother is naturally the custodial parent. So you look at let's talk about the let's talk about the LGBTQ community. When two fathers are together and they have a child, they adopt the child or they they they, they bring in a child. Mm-hmm. There's not even a law or policy that says which one gets the custodial rights to the child because the custodial rights goes to the mother in new york there's nothing that says this father will get rights to the child so they have to go to court to fight for who's going to get rights just like a man and a father does because there's no shared parenting now that fast forwards to what i'm trying to do for new york shared parenting it's in it's in west virginia it's in arkansas and it's in kentucky i believe kentucky was the first state to do it in 2018 and i'll add since they passed the shared parenting bill Domestic violence has gone down 40% from 2018 to December 21, uh, December 2021. And that's because you don't have a reason to fight. You know that once we break up or once we divorce, we automatically have to create a 50-50 split with our child. Nobody can leave the county. If I decide, if me and you decide to have a child, Tanya, and we break up and you decide you want to move out of Westchester, you Mm -hmm. can't move without a custody uh, order in place. If you stay in the if you stay in the county, we me and you could say, look, all right, I'll have her Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. You have her Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Like it, you automatically start off on the ground where every where both parents get a 50-50 of everything. Okay. If the okay. child is in the daycare, there is no I gotta chase that man for child support. If you if the child's in daycare, all the essential needs of the child, both parents automatically have to contribute fiscally uh, financially. 50-50. Now if you decide you want to put your daughter in elephant training for three thousand dollars a week, then that's your business. You gotta pay for that. You know, you can't okay. make you pay for that. But okay. all the essential needs, clothing, food, 
um, um, daycare, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, health insurance, or all the important essential things that your child needs to survive, you split 50-50 down the line with okay. no challenge. No tech. Okay. So what about this? Um, so, because I know women are like, ah, pulling out their hair right now. Uh, so let's say, how do we know, like, what, what, how do they decipher when it's um, a good dad, told you to put the kids to sleep, did everything normally, respectful, whatever, versus, um, you know, dad has custody of the kid, he has a party at his house, hey, kid, stay in your room, stay in your room. Okay, we're having a party yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. In and out of the room, you don't know. I mean, yeah, where the know. kids at? Oh, they, they on the roof there, right? Yeah, they need the kid in the hot car. I mean, you know, come on, you know, sometimes, and this is where it probably stands up. Sometimes, men, when it comes, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we were born with the mother instinct. I have no idea why. But, and I know some women are like this too. But usually, sometimes, not all the time, mm -hmm. men can be a little bit um, messy, I'll say. Uh, yeah. And so, so, and it's okay. Like, if my, ex-husband couldn't braid hair and my daughter came with funny plaits, I wouldn't care because he loved her enough to try. So I don't even care about that. But what about the person that that literally was like, oh, I forgot to take the kid out the car for work like the dad did in Florida somewhere and the kid died because of the heat. So yeah, that's like, yeah. wait, how do you forget? Uh, now, I don't yeah, know what the situation yeah. was, but just yeah, right. there's little, little tiny intricate things that all mothers will be like, oh my God, okay, he said, mom's, now will they know, dad know not to have strangers in the house, I'm not strangers, but friends yeah. over and just let them roam around the house while the kids there, you know, little things. Just yeah. little so things. Then, how do you decipher? Absolutely. Well, there's, there's three things I would say to that. First, the first answer is one is if, if you leave your child in the heat, <laughs> uh, if your children jumping off the roof, uh, if you're forgetting to bring your children to school, yeah, or you're yeah. just too tired or too lazy because you was high or you was drinking last night and your girlfriend came over and she spent all night, y'all drinking uh, rum and coke. Like these are all in the category of unfit. So okay. what we're fighting for, we're not fighting. That's why I said we're not fighting for just father's rights to have access to your child. We're fighting for shared parenting. And part of that bill includes fit parents. Okay. Meaning so if you're a father and you're not responsible, you're not fit. If you're a mother and you're alienating your child from seeing your, the father because you're mad that he got a new wife, you're not fit either. Right. The child's best interest is the key. The child deserves both parents, yes. no matter what, as long as they are fit. So yes. for the women who get concerned, like, what if the father punched me in the face and he's, a, he's abusive? Right. He should be in jail. I'm not fighting for him. <laughs> right. I got sisters. I got aunts, nieces. Like, I'm not fighting for no man beating up no woman. This is for fit. Like, and I think that a lot of the like uh, women's rights groups, like you know, they 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 uh, they they ignore that word. You know, their thing is, well, I, you know, Andre wants to make sure all these fathers that are out here gang banging get their kids. No, the right. key word is fit. Fit, yes. And you have to be a fit, loving, and capable parent. If I'm a fit, loving, and capable parent, meaning I don't got 17 women at my house every night in strip right. clubs and stripping. Right. If I'm just raising my children just like you are, allow me to. Yes. Um, the the second thing is. You know, when it comes to alienation, that's that's the issue that I'm standing up for. It's like, you know, when a, when a woman says, I'm not letting him see his kid because, you know, he he didn't call me back. So whatever. Or, you know, oh, he going to like that little girl's Instagram picture. Well, he ain't going to see his kid on Thursday. Like, that's the issue that we have here because you're making the child suffer because of your own personal emotions. But what I encourage women to do is try a little harder and men, too. Right. Get to know the person you're with before you have a child. Because what yes. happens is 
he's the best man in the world and she's the greatest woman in the world. Then once the baby come out and things don't go right, oh, she a deadbeat mama. She a deadbeat yep. daddy. He ain't never did this. Yep. He ain't changed in the last 17 years. Yes, absolutely. And he's been the same in the last 17 years. It's just now that he done found another woman the same way he found you. Now right. he's not a good father. Now he can't be a father to his kids. Like, right. so we're not. And the last thing I want to say, the third part is deadbeat fathers mm-hmm. make my heart, make my fight just as hard as a woman alienates the child from the, from the, other, from the father. Okay. If you're not doing your job as a father, mm-hmm. you're making it harder for me. Because when I go in that courtroom and I see that this guy's not seeing his child because the mother is mad at him, mm-hmm. that's what I'm fighting for. But when I go in that courtroom and see that you're not being there for your child because you're hanging out with the boys all night and you're not ready to be a, a, an adult. And I don't want to say man because man or woman can be parents. Right. You don't want to be an adult, a responsible adult. Now you're making my fight difficult. So now I got to challenge you, too. So right. what I'm saying is to the women, don't alienate your child from their father because of your emotions. Yeah. the child. I'm here to fight for the child's rights and to the father's. If you're not doing your job as a father, don't talk to me. Don't call me. Yeah, my baby mom ain't gonna let me see my baby, you know, just because we had a little crack cocaine in the crib. Yep, exactly. It's so it's you back. Get you get yourself together, then let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> exactly. No, that's uh that's a very big thing, and you have to know what you're capable of, what you're doing. So if I know I'm a bad dad, I'm not gonna be trying to fight or right. argue with it. Cause if I know I've got a domestic violence situation going on I'm acting, yeah. and I have a history of it, uh, you yeah. know, a, a police record of it. Yeah. You go. I'm not going to be fighting because I'm going to look pretty stupid when I do. So yeah. that's and a lot that's- of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of men and women too. And I'll say, I'll say men and women too, but a lot of men and women, they're, 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 you know, they're scared or even nervous to admit that they've been, uh, in domestic violence. And sometimes it's because they're scared. The other person might retaliate before the police could do something. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's just like, you know what? I love him so much, even though he hits me. Tina Turner was a prime example, a great artist, great singer. I love him so much. I don't want to see him suffer the consequences he'll get for hitting me. But my thing is, again, when you're with somebody like that and you say, I'm going to go and sleep with him tonight and he's going to beat me up and I'm going to sleep with him anyway, but I'm not going to let him see his kid. Like you're both messed up now. Neither one of y'all are fit because you're you're accepting this man to beat you up when he wants to beat you up and then have sex with you when he wants pleasure. Right. But you're denying him access to his children. Neither right. one of y'all are fit, in my opinion. Well, that's the thing is uh, the psychological damage that it does to kids um, when they yes. have to smell the bickering and the hollering and all oh, the fight, the fight. I really believe that most of the time when kids was divorced or was a single dad, whichever one it is, um, a lot of times when the kids come out messed up, it's I don't think it's the actual act of them splitting up if they're both loving parents. No. I think it's no. the act of them fighting and, yeah. and and no one can get it right. Yeah. Like I'm like, talking, oh, Andre does such and such, and he does mm-hmm. such in front of my kids, and da 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 to such and such. I yeah. never talk bad about my my um my kids' father ever. I never did it because I know that that's a part of them. Yeah. Even if I don't like them anymore, and even if yeah. they cheated, no matter what happened, they that's their father. So mm-hmm. I don't talk bad about them. And, right, and right. I don't, I don't, I, I didn't even go. I mean, I wasn't even, I wasn't the big yeah. fighter. I, listen, I've had to, to, to misinform my son mm-hmm. to prevent him and my youngest daughter from growing a perception about my middle daughter's uh, mother. We would go to the daycare to pick up my middle daughter, um, mm-hmm. Zanaya, mm-hmm. Milani Zanaya Rainey. We would go to the daycare to pick her up and she mm-hmm. wouldn't be there. And um, I would say, where's she at? They said she didn't come out, call her mom. Like, yo, what's up? 
I didn't feel like going out of there. I'll let you know when you can make up your time with her. So you just gonna tell me? I'm, yeah. So I would go in the car. My son was, "Daddy, where's where's um where's where's um where's Anaya?" You know what, Z? I think it should be a Daddy Sunday today. Let's let's go do us today. And that's how. But psychologically, I don't want him to grow up thinking that. He'll never get, he never knows when he's going to see his sister or the the, yeah. the the mother of my sister wouldn't let me like, I don't, you don't need all of that. Right. I'm just going to, I want it to be a daddy Sunday. Right. Let's do right. it. Let's go. This is, this is Sunday. So I know it's Thursday, but this is Sunday. Let's go do a nice <laughs> way and change the whole narrative just to prevent him from feeling the way he could feel if he knew the truth, you know, because I know what that does to a child when yeah. you're young and you see people doing these type of games or whatever, thinking that they're hurting the parent, you're right. really harming the child. Right. And, that's and and that's what we're fighting for. When they tell any anybody who deals with the judge, it tells you a child going to two different places, same you know for the exact same duration each week. That's going to mentally destroy it. No, oh, there's no data that shows sense. that anywhere on this earth. No. That's an it doesn't make sense. If yeah, you know how sense. kids are, it makes no sense because yeah, all, so, all it's, they it's, want. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. It's better for my daughter to see me on Wednesday nights from five to seven. That's going to make her life much better than seeing me four days a week this week. Right. Right. How? <laughs> well, you didn't have to ride in the car an extra fifteen minutes. Yeah. You know what I don't get? I don't get this. If um the women, a lot of the women that are fighting, it's like, are you out of your mind? That's free daycare, if you want to call it that. When they go to the dads that you know they're safe. Because if the father's fighting like that, he cares about his kid just as much as I do. So if he cares just as much as I do, he ain't letting nobody hurt them either. So right. that that's the kind of dad that I'm yeah. like, no, you you need the same rights. My daughter's father was like that. You think you're just because you're breastfeeding, you're special? Put some milk in the bottle. I'm feeding her my daughter. That's what you tell me. So there is one thing I will say. There's uh-huh. one thing I will say. There's some things that men can never do for their right. children that women can't. So right. we always have to show love and respect to the woman, right. regardless. Yeah, um, no, he did, right. but he was still like, put it in the bottle, please. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's my baby. No, it's, it's, some things that we, I mean, we can't carry a human in our bodies for nothing, for no amount of time. Like, yeah. even if you gave us the opportunity to, we would, like, we, you, I've had a stomach ache. What? No. Like, <laughs> dear God, thank you for this. I was, I'll never downplay that process. I, 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 I ran into the to the hospital when my son's head came out and almost passed out. <laughs> his head came out. He was making noise and he's bleeding. It. I'm, nah, it's not for me. I don't even like bloody noses. I can't handle it. So, women, I love you for that. Right. Never take that away from you. Wow. Um, but again, the 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 only issue here is the fact, like in the state of New York, I said, for example, um, once you separate or divorce or break up, the mother's naturally the custodial parent, which yeah. means the mother has custodial rights, which means it it makes the courtroom's adversarial from the beginning because just to see my child, I have to fight now rather than just saying, okay, you know what? I don't like you as a boyfriend or I don't like you as a husband or I don't want you as a wife. So we're going to go our separate ways. You'll see your child three days this week. You'll see your child four days next week. We'll split holidays and we'll split vacations in the summer. You get two weeks. I get like, that should already be in place fair from the beginning. It didn't become fair for me until my daughter's mother violated the court order 40 times. What? 40 That's times? What said. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's, she's not going to get it, so we're going to make it fair now. And now it's fair. It's Now we get 50-50, and my daughter's doing pretty well. And oh, yeah. But the issue is, it took me almost two years to make it fair. Mm. Had we started off from this at the beginning, we probably would never even have to go to court. Mm. I know I'm going to get my daughter on, 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 on a Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
next week, you know, you're going to get our daughter on Monday, Tuesday, Friday. We could have discussed that or there could have been a bill in place that said, you know what? We're both fit, loving, caring parents. We have, you know, we, we, we live in a pretty uh, uh, safe home. Um, all, all the lights work. The doors and locks work. You know, we got pet fish and dogs and we have everything a parent needs. All we need now is to share our child because we both created this child. Whether yes. you want to believe it or not, we both created this child. And that's that's the part that bugs me out. It takes 40 violations and three, seven petitions of, of violations later to say, okay, I'll make the level of playing field fair now. You showed me as a father that you can accept never. I mean, that's when I say violations, though, I don't mean like, you know, it was, it was a tornado in New York. I didn't see my daughter. I mean, she didn't, she couldn't find her phone two Christmases. Um, huh. Thanksgiving, she wasn't home and her battery died. Uh, my uh, my son's birthday, uh, she got lost somewhere in, in in somewhere driving in New York. She wasn't gonna be back till a couple of days later. Uh, it's it's election night, the, the the biggest night of one of the biggest nights in my political career, and she, I'm not picking her up. I don't feel like driving to you today. So let me tell you a crazy story. So that election night, so I asked my son's mother if he can watch my daughter, if she could watch my daughter, because it was election night. Everybody's coming to the election, and I, I don't want to be carrying a two-year-old right. in, a, in a bar in a, or, a, you know, a place with all these people counting votes. Yeah. Um, so when she found out that I had my daughter's, my son's mother watch her, she filed the order of protection on my son's mother, telling the judge that she was scared my son's mother was going to harm our daughter. So election's November. So guess who didn't get to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas together? My son and his sister. <laughs> and it's like the judge has to respond to those type of claims. Yes. But in the shared parenting bill, if there's no evidence or proof, and, it, and if you can prove that it was falsified, then the person who created the claim will be Good. penalized. So Good. me and my girlfriend are dating. And we break up and I keep my daughter from her. And I tell the judge, I kept my daughter from her because she was punching me in my face and she was smoking cocaine and smoking crack cocaine in the house. And it's net. Now, when a judge does a blood test and they do a background check and they do evidence and they when they find out that none of that is true in New York, no, that's not true. He didn't do that. It's dismissed. In right. other places, that was false. Right. You lied under oath. You're facing the penalty now. Good. And she should go to jail because that's just wrong. Because right. well, you, yeah, you know, no, 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 go to jail. But <laughs> I mean, I know people say, "Well, what about the kid?" Now they really got to say with the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't understand something when, and this is serious. A lot of people um, have made claims of sexual abuse. They'll tell the kid to make a claim of sexual abuse, right? Yes. So that yes. they can, they can get full custody. Everything's on now. Or they'll say they were domestically violent, violent, violated. That's yep. another one. And mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's true, but there's sometimes where it's like, "Ooh, this is a good last resort." Um, yeah. But now, but and you can just frivolously say it like there's yeah. no no backing well, to it. No. Proof, yeah, and yeah. You, I mean, I would think a smart judge would say, "Wow, we have a police record that shows that they've been called to the house twenty times. We have friends who said that yeah, he's a little. Uh, uh. We yeah, have evidence, right. you know, yeah. people, yeah. witnesses. That yeah. makes sense. But when there's none, and you're like, wait a minute, so you said what happened? And and the thing I was looking at some psychologists who said that actually when that's done and it's not true at all, and there's no evidence to show that, that that's not true at all, um, mm -hmm. it actually psychologically damages the child to the point that they will actually have the same PTSD as a yeah. sexual abuse victim who yeah, thinks that their father or mother abused them. Right. They'll have the same traumatic um, experience, which means they grow up messed up. Exactly. So now all that work for what? Yep. And what, what leads to, the, to one of the main points that I'm fighting for on a personal level, not so much for the organization I'm with, but on a personal level, mm -hmm. 
judges are not being held accountable for the yes. outcome of these children. Gonna ask um, they're, protected by, they're protected by so many immunities and yes. judicial immunity. I've been the, the judge that I had for child support. Um, they granted my son, my daughter's mother child support because she had my daughter one day more than me. 17% of my income. Now, check this out. When the pandemic hit, right. um, I lost my business and I lost one of my sources of income. I was making literally $18,000 a year from right. February all the way to October. Right. So you're talking about I'm walking home with about $1,100 a month. My rent alone is $2,000. Right. I'm $900 short every single month right. for rent. I'm taking out of every savings. I'm using credit up to the max. Right. Right. Everything I can just to survive from getting put out during the pandemic. Even though they got all these little things in place, right. still possibility. I told the judge, and I and I listen, I told the judge, based on this court order, custody order, I have my daughter Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we alternate weekends. I want a modification on my child support. I'm paying $700, Tanya, $700 a month. It's, it's, it's $592 and $108 in arrears, they call it, because they I had to start the child support from the day she filed, not from the day we actually came up to a solution. So I'm paying for seven months because the court didn't have enough time to see me after she filed. She filed on December 6th. We go to court in March. Then we go back in court in July. Then we go back in October to come up with a final, de a final decision. I got to pay for December to, to, to October. Right. I'm like, I'm fine with all of that. No problem. I'll give her a little money. But I just want you to know that I have my daughter almost every day except Monday. And the judge says, well, in the state of New York, I can do 17%. And I said, well, in the state of New York, it says up to 17%. And the reason it says up to 17% is because you're supposed to take this on a case-by-case -case basis, not no bias BS. Right. Me and her went back and forth for a long time. And you know what right. she said verbatim on, on, on record? What? I cannot grant. I cannot. I cannot grant uh, a modification until I have proof that you've been applying for a job five days a week, eight hours a day, every day. Not the fact that I got my daughter six days a week. She needs proof that I've been applying for a job eight hours a day, five days a week, every day. Out of Unreal. Now, we talk about unfit mother and father. You unfit judge. How the hell did you get here? So right. now... Though I'm fighting for shared parenting, I want her going. And any judge, but that I have so much. I mean, I got I printed out three of the four hearings I had with her in transcripts. Mm -hmm. So much stuff that she said that was just unreal. Oh, I believe it. Why don't you yeah. find other people who did same have the same problem? Oh Problems. my god, you, I couldn't even tell how many people reached out to me saying they had this this this, this same judge. Well, so my thing is pattern there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like, so she so we don't go back to court until September. So from February to September, I was paying more for my child support than I was paying for my rent because it was coming out of my check. So my rent, the the, the landlord was trying to sue me because he's like, I saw you, you know, I got to give him paper, pay, pay stuff. And he's like, right. you're paying 400, you're paying um, 390 something every week, every two weeks for child support, which is only 17% of your income. So why are you not? And I'm like, oh, that crazy judge made that. I'm That's, uh, that's not 17%. I can assure you that. So I'm going through a lawsuit with him. What? So I got to prove to him that the numbers that were coming from that paycheck were not based on my actual income. It was based right. on this selfish, ridiculous judge. Right. So there, then we fast oh. forward to now. Right. A week, we get into her courtroom. I told her she's the most incompetent person I ever met. And I told her, you can give her all the money you want. It's not going to break me. I'm not that father. Like, I'll, I'll just trust me. It won't break me. Uh -huh. And she told me I was disrespectful. So I filed a grievance on her. They removed her from my case. She's no longer allowed to handle any cases with my name on it. Good. Literally, Tanya, literally, no exaggeration, literally a week later, we go into the courtroom again, the child support courtroom again with a new judge. Mm -hmm. 
Nothing changed on my end. He comes in there, removes everything. Hmm. Wow. Why the hell you're paying child support $700 a month and you have your daughter every day but Monday? Hmm. Hmm. So I said, you know what, Your Honor, thank you for removing everything. Um, I do want to make sure I help with child care expenses, though. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to walk out of here doing the George Jefferson now and not <laughs> right. into my daughter's daycare. Because I know my other daughter's in daycare. We pay about $240 a week. We split that. Right. So um, he says, okay. So I can't base my judgment on what you want to pay. I have to base it on the actual income. So based on what she's paying child support now, she's paying $22 a week. Huh. You mean wait, twenty two dollars a day? No, twenty two dollars a week. Wow. <laughs> okay, hold up. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, all right, all right, cut. All right, I've never been in comedy court, but this is funny. This is funny. Yeah. You said twenty two, sir. Yeah, she's paying twenty two dollars a week. Wow. She's been paying twenty two dollars a week for full time daycare, and I'm paying seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And she yeah. got the nerve to call somebody a deadbeat anything on this planet. Right. She probably Girl. had there was an assistant program that helps, and then her her assistant, assistant everything. I'm talking, yes. and, I, and I, I'm not to not to downplay because if you need right. it, you need it. But right. if you're getting everything to survive, and you're trying right. to take from me to right. prevent me from surviving, right. there's an issue. There. To me, that's psychological. There's yeah. something wrong in here, right? Because now your goal is to hurt me, not to take care of her, right? But the judge said $22. My daughter goes to daycare Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to almost 5 p.m. I take her out at 4 on my days, but she could go to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. How are you paying $22 a week? Oh, I know how. (laughs) I know how. I said, take it off. Take it off. Matter of fact, don't you better put it back on. (laughs) Well, that's crazy. But I'm so happy for you. and And I saw you also, you got a check, didn't you? Oh man, yeah, they, <laughs> the child support. They child, they sent me a check. I'm coming to see you. Yeah, they check, the first check was eighteen hundred. The, the second check was four seventy six, um, and it was because I filed for these modifications. Mm-hmm. And um, first of all, the first judge was charging me uh, about seventy eight percent of my income. Yeah. Well, I don't during, know how during the pandemic, though, it's like you—you you didn't even have any remorse during the pandemic, and I'm trying, Tanya. I'm try, I no, promise you, I already know. I'm trying to make sure I'm not even just trying to sue her and like that. I want to make sure that people like her never have an opportunity to be in a position to actually work to save people's children's futures. Because right. it was like, you don't even care about my daughter. you just trying to make sure that I, as a black man or whatever it is that you feel, maybe because I'm bald, maybe because my eyebrows are even, I don't know what it is. But for you to say that I need to prove that you're applying for a job eight hours a day, five days a week, every day, then I'll consider a modification. That sounds like unemployment. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> She's in the wrong field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I straight. Sorry. All right, all right. You know what? All right. So look, um, uh, for, uh, on Monday at eight o'clock to about five, I'm just gonna I'm apply for job. Like uh, it's crazy. It's crazy next, for the next seven. And she didn't schedule the next hearing to September. That was February. Didn't mm. schedule the next hearing to September. They, yeah, court takes take so long. That's the problem right there. It's Too ridiculous. long. But, but no. Oh, so, uh-huh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but she she knows that she can get away with these things because of these immunities, and that's what I'm working to change. Once we get the shared parenting through, I'm mm-hmm. supporting that, but I'm supporting getting people like her 
out of office quickly. Good for you. I'm I'm so happy you are following all the way through, not just half, but you're going all the way through because it's really needed. I see guys, I feel like I, I see some of my friends, like my friend Kevin is a single dad. He had no problem. He he made it happen. It's like, that's my baby. Okay. Yes, so, yeah. I love dads <laughs> like that. That's my baby too. What you talking about? My daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my daughter too. And I was like, shut up. You know, but they're right. When you step back, you know, because I didn't get uh, child support that I was supposed to get at all. And I know I can prove that they were making money. But you know what I didn't do? I didn't even go back to court. You know why? Now, it was a dumb thing because who ends up with the student loan debt for the kids' college? Yeah. Yep. And then people look at you side eye like, oh, why she got so much? Even though it's fine now. But, you know, it yes. looks shady when the mother does that. So I should have probably went to court. I'm, pro mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I probably should have went back. But I just yeah. said, you know what? I let God in the universe take care of it because if you don't do right by your children, you better believe it's going to come back on you. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. And that, with that theory, I don't hold grudges. I don't say, well, you can't see him because I'm not getting what I'm supposed to be getting. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. you go to your father's house for the week. Have fun. Good luck. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And I, you know, and I like, and I, I and I'm, I'm glad you said that because I don't want people to think like, because it's, you know, you know, when you, and then depending on the group or the organization that you talk to, a lot of people will say, like, you know, well, you know, what about what about child support? Like you're not a in some people's mind, you're not a man unless you pay child support. Like the idea of being in your child's life doesn't right. make you a man no more. Paying child support to, to a to a to a to a mother makes you a man now. And two things I want people to recognize. One, if the father is not fit or if he's not being a responsible parent and doing his job, mm -hmm. that's what child support is actually for. Right. If a mother's not fit and doing her job, that's what child support is actually for. It's you're not working or you you refuse to get a job or you don't you want to hustle with your boys and play basketball every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Not like if you're not doing your job and being a responsible, caring, fit, loving parent, take child support and give what you got to get to make sure that child is OK. Never against that. The other thing is, you know, I don't want people to get too caught up in the um, the idea of child support. They, they, they you know, research shows that in the early 1900s. Women weren't allowed to work. Yes. They weren't allowed to work. So right. they made you the custodial parent. Right. You had a child with that man, you got to take care of that child. Right. He's the only one that could work and provide for the family. So you got to take care of that child. So right. you make sure you cook clean, you get a diet, you change the baby diapers, you take care of that child. So you the custodial parent. He don't got to worry about that. Right. He can pay child support because he got the money. You can't do nothing. Times right. have changed. Yes. And they haven't changed. We're still fighting for equal rights for women, LGBTQ, Black America, and, and everyone. But times have changed now. Yeah. But laws haven't changed. There's very few laws and policies that are still reflective to the 1940s and before. I know. Well, and those I mean, are the law, yeah, those are the laws that need to be adjusted. And this is one of them. When yeah. you tell a child, they'll tell me as a father, don't tell your son he can't cry. My son, I, my son has seen me cry. I watched movies 10 years ago that I watched now with him that hit different. I'll cry. I see movies now like, damn, a little little boy got hurt when he's yelling at his dad. Like, that, I'm cry my son is crying is what we allowed to do in my household. Right, now, exactly. When people say, don't tell your son he can't cry, let him see that side. Show, let him express that side. Like, these are all of the people out there in the streets. Let, you, let these young men show that side. Okay, right. cool. Until it comes to being a parent. Mm. You can't love a child like a mother because you, you, you're a dad. Like, what? Right, right. They, we, people do call kind of reckless. And I think that's just... Like you said, it's old behaviors, it's old yeah. assumptions, it's old, yeah. uh, you know, because back then men's idea was like, all right, you'd stay home and take care of the kids and get yeah. the uh, and I'm clean go the house. Egg. I'm, I'm yeah. going to work, run the street, but I'm yeah. going to work. Yeah. I'm bringing so, cornbread. Because I'm I didn't know this. I'm bringing cornbread. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Did you know this? That before the 19, uh, I want to say 50s or 60s, 50s, I, I got to look it up. Um, when the, the wife and husband got divorced, the husband got everything before, uh, before I mean, a certain time. And I was mean, like, what? I didn't even know that was a thing. So yeah, I don't know yeah. when it shifted, but I know that old <laughs> mental thinking patterns of all of us and generational mm-hmm. thinking patterns, some cultures are more like, oh, machismo. I'm like, oh, you, the woman takes good care of the baby. You know, that's, <laughs> every culture has their thing. Every, every culture, I can name every culture. Yep. That has their specific on my son and my daughter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with, with that being said, we're still kind of stuck, some of us. We're stuck. Yeah. We're stuck yeah. on men can't take care of babies two, four days a week. What? I was, yeah, listen, that was one of the things that my daughter's mother said in the courtroom. Like, we agreed to the first court order, and she violated it. And I, we go back to court. And uh, first... First of all, enforcing a court order is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, I'm enforcing to that. Have you ever been pulled over for, for drunk driving and told the cop, don't give me, don't arrest me yet. We got to go to the court and enforce this law. What? <laughs> Who made this up? But so, but yeah, she told the judge, like, you know, my baby, she's only, she's only eight months old. She shouldn't be spending the night with her daddy yet. So I don't know how to I don't know how to change the diaper and it, like what the hell? So it's just crazy. It's it's yeah. it's crazy. Well, and, that's and, because it's stereotypes in our head, depending on. And this is a funny thing, too, that I meant to tell you to also watch out for. Be mindful of women. Um, if they've been, if, if as kids they were ever sexually abused as yeah. kids, yeah. You, I know it sounds crazy, no, but I, have, I, that's why they won't trust the man, even if he's trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. So and you know, that, that, yeah, that, makes total, that makes total sense. And that's why, you know, um, you know, my, my, my father always said, when you, when you date somebody and you're going to be serious with them, uh-huh. He used to have have what you call a foundation conversation, right? And a foundation conversation is those conversations that are going to build your foundation, yes. so you can never break once you build up. And those conversations have to be the hard truths. You know, my brother actually has a podcast now called Hard Truths, where they oh. talk about these, these 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 issues. It's like we're going to talk about our past right. so we can heal to be who we need to be for our future. And Ooh. you know, that's my father always said, do that before you start the the, the baby making and the love making and the, I want to be with you, I love you stuff like. Have those conversations first because that can help you dictate if this is something that you really want to carry out, you know, yes. and it can help prevent a lot of situations. I tell I tell the men that all the time, too. You know, just don't go ahead, just slinging and then, uh, right. you know, don't go. You can't shoot your water holes and everybody grass. It ain't, it ain't meant for you to do that. And then no. you get mad and say that she crazy. But you the one that, you know, you done broke her heart and lied to her 50, right. 15 times. So she might it might not even be crazy. It might just be emotional. Right. That she's trying to figure out how to deal with it because she wants to believe what you're saying, but she sees what the heck you're doing. So she's mm-hmm. not crazy. You crazy. Right. <laughs> but, at the, but at the same time, at the day, when I got a kid, all that stuff got to be eliminated. I can be crazy with you, but when I'm with my child, all that stuff gets to the side. I right. get my time with her. You get your time with her. When a child's not around, you want to call me stupid, you want to throw a rock at me, dude, that's all good. But when it comes <laughs> to my child, don't interrupt my time. I don't interrupt yours. We raise this child the best we can. Right. And that's because that's really what it's about is the child and their emotional well-being. Um, so what so so, you know, I know we're near the end, but let's break down something. Uh, what rights does a father have when they break up like right away? So right now, you know, I just I'm not letting you see uh, yeah, so. Junior because I can't believe you cheated on me and I can't believe you left me or whatever, whatever drama there is in life. But you know, it, it, what it, do it, I do? Yeah, it's hard. So as a, as a father in the state of New York, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and again, if you and I'll give you the website. It's called National Parents or National Parenting Organization. That's oh, okay. Um, wait a minute. Let me put it up here. Uh, yeah, oh, National Parents Na- National Parenting Organization. Um, and you'll see the, the, the website. I believe is sharedparenting.org or sharedparenting.com. Um, and they show you the statistics of the, the not only the negative impacts um, alienation has on a child, but there's over like a certain amount of million children a, a year yes. that aren't given access to their ch- to their parents simply because of these 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 regulations. Now, New York, as um, as you get into a relationship and you break up or you divorce, the mother's a custodial parent. So technically, she has leverage over what happens to your child until you go to court and fight for custody. Mm-hmm. So that makes that makes the courtroom um, initially adversarial. As soon as you walk in there, it's 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 you against her. So the courtroom already pins you against each other. Yes. Now it's how can I prove that he doesn't deserve more than a day a week and every other weekend with his child? So mm-hmm. now the mother's in there saying, "Well, I'm taking care of the baby. You know, I'm doing this and doing that because you're the custodial parent. You 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 you've been given the right to do that. I'm not even allowed to see my daughter." If I wake up, my daughter's two days old, I wake up and I say, you're not going to see your daughter. I'm taking care of her. The cops go come banging in my door. What's wrong with you? Like, this is because this is this is borderline kidnapping. Right. She wakes up. My daughter's two days old. I don't get to see my daughter. Cops. Yo, police, let's go. No, no, no. You got to go to court, man. See if you can get some court of custody agreement. Yeah. You know, ask the judge to give you a couple of days. Like, it, there's a, it's a completely different scenario. It and it's simply yeah. because I was born like this. Yes. Now, when everybody says they're fighting for gender equality, if you're right. not fighting for shared parenting, don't talk to me about gender equality mm. ever. Because it's not about me being black or me being a male. It's about me being there for my child. Right. And, and I, that's, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be denied any sort of access from my child because I was born this way. Ever. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And, it, and that's the way we got to start thinking um, is, is right down the line. And when you can, And you can tell a man who thinks like that, my friend, he took custody. The mother, he was baby was born. I guess he had met the mother. She was like a nanny or something. I don't know what happened. Uh, he met the mother, and they were getting it on and whatever. And they got along, dated, and then she got pregnant. And then he found out she was kind of like on drugs or something. He was like, something's not right. Yeah. Uh, but she had the baby and tried to go back to her country. Oh no, he was like, oh, not today, not today. You will be. He, he I don't know how he got it. He got the judge. He got everybody involved. He, he got that emergency petition. He got that emergency petition file. That's what he did. Wait, you go where? Oh, well, well, she was. The, I don't know if the mother was gonna maybe put the baby up in foster care because the baby's mixed or something. I don't know what happened, but whatever happened, he would not stop. He yeah. got full custody as a newborn. He got his baby. Yeah. Full, the but, scariest, full custody. Yeah. The scariest thing about those stories is, you know, um, I know I know a guy who I'm working with who hasn't seen his daughter in almost ten years, and that's because his, once him and his wife uh, divorced or whatever, separated. She moved out of the state and he can't fight in that state with the New York state laws, you know, but the sad part about that is she didn't even tell him where she lives, you know? So it's like, and, and God forbid the daughters tell daddy where we live, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's just, it's just unfair. And, you know, I tell people like, if you have issues with the other parents, like keep those issues away from your child. You know, right. like I don't, I don't talk bad, right. um, and I ain't gonna say I don't talk bad about my, my daughter's mother. I talk, I talk bad <laughs> hell about her, but I talk bad about her to my brother. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you won't believe this, man. It's, it's Halloween. She talk right. about, you know, she made plans. Like, I'm, I should dress up as a ghost, and pop up. You know what I'm saying? But 
the, 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 the smart conscious side of me is like, okay, Andre, this right. is your patience being tested. Show the world what you got. Right. And it's like, I'd rather show somebody there's nothing you can do to break me. You don't have the power to break me. I can, I can say something to make up, mess your whole day up. Right. You couldn't do nothing to me to mess my day up. Right. I won't allow you to, you know? And that's, that's, that's a personal strength that I like to utilize. But I encourage yeah. the fathers out there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you do have to fight yes. uh, in places like New York because it, it, you're naturally not a custodial parent once your child is separated, once you're, you're your significant other or wife separate you're just not it's just the law that we're trying to get get banned or get rid of in new york you have okay. to fight for your child no matter so what that's the first step is yeah. to file that petition right isn't file that, that file that petition for custody okay. and, and what the judge is going to do you have to and I, I, I pray to the good fathers out there give your attorneys direction um attorneys are so used to the Father doesn't get the, you know, father gets a short end of the stick. You know, you're asking for too much or, you know, you want to have your daughter three days instead of three days a week instead of, you know, instead of two. Like that's a little, you know, she's the mother. Like get out of that. Man. Show your attorney that that 1920 mentality is gone. Like I'm not the man working seven days a week coming home at two o'clock in the morning no more. I work at right. eight to four just right. like her. I get right. home. Wolf, I get out of work at four just like her. I pay rent bills. I buy milk, I buy diapers, I go to daycare, I take her to school, I take her to dance, I do everything she does. Only thing different is we pee different. There's no reason that I should not have access to my child because of that. So you have to give your attorney's direction. If your attorney's going to that courtroom and they don't say what you deserve, you're not going to get it because the judge don't want to hear the parents talk. They don't want to hear y'all bickering in court. They want to hear your representation with the representation that's to say for you. Third, women, give yourself some time to heal. If you're dealing with these men, right? I love you, you beautiful girl. Your perfume smell like ah, oh girl. No, 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 no. I've only known you for six months. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How your how your parents doing? How your siblings doing? How your how your let's go hang out with some of your friends. You know, let me see what kind of friends you like. Take some time to get to know these people before you say, okay, he loved me. Let me give him a child. It right. doesn't it doesn't work like that. And to the fellas, right. Mm. You can't you can't have everything there's gotta be a point in your life i'm serious like there's gotta be a point in your life you gotta say you know what i, I had my run it, it was fun i lived a single lifestyle if you want to stay single then let it be known just don't 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 the, the whole game i gotta make her think she's beautiful you ain't gotta do that no more it's, you can text somebody and tell them to come over there like it's, it's a different generation now just be honest and truthful with yourself Mm. To be honest and truthful with the people that you date, especially the people mm. that you're having intercourse with, you got to just be real to yourself. Stop with the lies and the game. And the, I got 17 women, they all think they're my girlfriend. That's crazy. that's <laughs> not cool no more. No, it never was, but geez, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, there's a, and that's the thing everybody has to look in the mirror and say, okay, here's my part. Okay, what can I do to change this? Because now we're talking about my kid, so my kid has to have this right. So, how can we? create a, a new um, going forward future so that this kid is going to be healthy, happy, um, mm-hmm. kind, um, do something in the world, not be a menace to the world. Right. Yeah. Those are all those conversations are so important. And I never, I can never understand. Like I, I may think certain things in my head about my baby daddy, if I want to, you, even mm-hmm. though they're pretty, they're pre- both pretty good people. Um, but it, I could think things in my head or whatever, but I would never be like, you know, your father did such and such. And he, yeah. he did that to me. I don't care because, yeah. because my bottom line is I want them to feel the love that a father gives to their oh, children. Yeah. My, That's my, for me. Yeah, my middle daughter's mother one day texted me saying, um, you know, you don't, 
you don't you don't care if our daughter gets sick because you don't have to console her when she's sick like I do. And I, you know, my first thought was like, so what, when she gets sick with me, what do I do? Like, do I roll down the streets and come back when you finish coughing? But yeah. you know, but my, I will say this: she's never prevented me from seeing my daughter. So even though her opinions don't match what I feel, right. I never ever disrespect her. Right. You know, I never prevent her from seeing her daughter or call her. You know, call, call her and say you're not gonna see a child today because you may be good. Like we don't do that. We have. A, a, a communication that works that we both see our child. So no matter what she says about me, right. <laughs> I don't prevent her from seeing her child. She don't prevent me from seeing my child. So I don't disrespect her to the world. Right. Now I might text her and say you that that was the stupidest thing I ever heard, but I will not talk to nobody and say she's she's this or she's that because as long as I have access to my children, you can think of me what you want. Right, exactly. And that's the bottom line. Thank you so much. You're awesome. And this is like a conversation that goes on for days. One day we should do this with a forum of men or something. I don't know. I just see even bigger because this topic is very hot right now. And yeah. there are a lot of good dads out there. They really care about their children. It, and that, my daughter's father was so funny. He, well, both of them, they're hilarious. They're like, now, exception is when you're breastfeeding. So if, if someone, the dad wanted to have freaking custody three days a week and that we're breastfeeding and we're separated, that doesn't work for anybody. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Everybody going to be like, oh, the baby. Yeah. Like, oh, can you come over here, please? Uh, so it might not work. But barring that, um, he'd be like, if it's a 2 a.m. feed, she's hungry. He's like, could you just put it in the bottle so I can feed her? Because he wanted me to, you know, like the mother has the warmth of when they, you know, feed the baby. So he was like, I want that. And he would make me, make me talk. He was like, I don't care. Give me that milk in a bottle. Because that's my baby. I was like, uh, really? He was like, yes. Go back to sleep. We don't care about you. I was like, oh. I'm there's just times, I, I tell you uh, one last thing before I get out. There's, there's one time when my son was crying in the bed and um, he had to be about six, eight months old. And uh, I wake up. It was my night to wake up. I get up. I rock him. I put on water. I give him a bottle, change his diaper, play some Sam Cooke. You know, um, nothing was working. So I, I, I put him in, back in the stroller, uh, in the back in the crib. And I told his mom, well, his mom was like, yo, can you just keep an eye on him for a second? Like, I'm not sure. I went downstairs and cried. And I thought to myself, like, I do all this stuff for these kids and I can't. I can't even be a father of my own. So I said, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. I go back upstairs after crying a little bit and kind of like self-talking myself into doing it. I go back upstairs. He's asleep. <laughs> I said, so, so what type of night quill did you use? Because like, <laughs> I did everything. Like, this, this right. nothing you could have did. But it's just that, that, that touch that she knew what he needed. But he wanted to be fed and held at the same time, and and yeah. he did it. And I, I didn't, you know, I was new to it at the time, so it was right. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, but it was also her second child, so she had a little bit more experience than I did. And then, right. okay. well, my second child, you couldn't tell me nothing. Oh, she good. You know what I mean? I got it now. <laughs> But Tanya, well, thank, thank you so much for allowing me to oh, come. Oh, thank you. I, I, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna actually end with your video. I just want to say hello to some people out there. Uh, okay. Big shout out to Grandma Norma. I see you out there. Thank you for watching, Gina, Donna. I see you. Uh, and um, and I there's a couple other people who I can't see, but uh, thank you so much for watching. Maybe they're on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and taking the time. And what we're gonna do, um, you hang out for a minute. Uh, um, we're gonna uh, end with your with another video. Is that okay? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, celebrate. Yeah, celebrate. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it was in Miami. <laughs> yeah, so guys, check this out. Uh, it's another video, Andre. If you don't know, now you know he's also a hip-hop art recording artist. Yeah. 
celebrate uh, so life. Yeah, this this song life. is about just you know not not specifically working about a, worrying about a birthday or wedding, just celebrating the fact that you're alive around your family and friends. So celebrate okay. life to the fullest. Here we go. Let's check it out. All right. Um, let's just celebrate life. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Here we go. And boom, boom. Yeah. Wow. What's wow. up? Nice. All right. And I'll put us down here. How about that? So we'll, oh no, we're gonna be on it. Oh wait, I'll take us off. Okay. Feels good, Joe. Turn your system up and out. Vibe with me on this, you know what I'm saying? Let's celebrate. Let's go. See, I'm alive at a beautiful time. I figured I could take some time to write a beautiful rhyme. Celebrating like my birthday from Monday to Thursday, Friday to Sunday, while I'm not in the race. Hey. Plus, I got my whole crew here celebrating life. We done made it through the new year. Bottles in the air, sipping on champagne. Driving by slow, not shooting the damn thing. Oh, yeah. Mama used to tell me, boy, you gon' make it go ahead. I even go 
vocalizing, hustle if you're kissing my way. But I ain't wanna be a never brother on the flow dead. So baby, I wisened up and I put my mind on my money. I am nice with the rhyme, so in time they gon' love me. Once I get a couple ears, I earn a couple hearts. I never brought up from the block, running with them to the top. What a pretty they can hate them, but they never gon' stop. Cause the pain is my thing, so the pain has become a lot. Summertime in the city on the west side highway Bumpin' a little biggie on some cash rules Everything around me, clean, get the money Dollar, dollar bill, y'all Me and my godson, Venus Livin' life like a dream When I hold a screen on the TV on the scene This is life What do you think you're doing? I'm celebrating life. We have so much fun shooting the video. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, that is a great song. It's so much fun. I'm yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go on dance. This is part yeah, of it. Like, There's the whole video. <laughs> I, I know, but it's still, it's just something, one of those things you just pop on and it's always gonna make you feel good. Yeah, so, yeah, we, so. we danced that whole day. We shot, we shot that whole video in one day, too. Really? Where was that at? Miami? Where's that? At? Yeah, it was in Miami. Yeah, it was in Miami. Oh, Beach. the famous Miami. Well, thank you so much uh, for being on the town with Tanya and thank you for enlightening us on. You know, fathers do have rights and there are things they can do. And when they're good fathers, they need to be uh, treated just like the mother, you know. Yeah. Uh, so thank you about the shared uh, parenting. It's very important. Uh, yeah. anything, any last wishes before we head out of here? Thank you, guys. Yeah, just, yeah, just 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 remember at the end of the day, it's all about love, you know, and, and love and, and healing. You know, I, there, there's a lot of the choices that people are making um, aren't necessarily just because of the situation they're in. It's because they haven't healed from the situation they've had. So I would I would say find find a way to find healing, uh, to heal yourself. Find a way to put love back in your heart, and, and live your life to the fullest. And definitely follow us on Instagram at Fathers Are Important. Fathers uh, spell important. the way it is, you know. Fathers are A R E important. Follow us on Instagram. You'll see a lot more of our um, information. We're going to be, yeah. Fathers are important. We're going to protest in every single county in New York at different family courts. Um, um, sharing this information we've, we've done two so far we've done dutchess county court and we've done um the, the court in long island but we're going to hit every county the 62 counties in new york we're going to protest in front in front of different family courts in every county in new york mm -hmm. sharing this information until we get a lot of awareness on this to get support behind a shared parenting bill so if you want to be a part of that if you want to join us um please please reach us reach out to us at fathers are important on instagram and um we'll, we'll pull you right in but thank you so much for the opportunity tanya thank you for being a guest uh, I appreciate you guys. Do me a favor, like, sh uh, share, and subscribe. And uh, we will definitely see you next week. Uh, thank you so much. Just hang out for a minute. Here we go. Bye, guys.